0: The Hump, episode eight. We be landing soon, part Two. This is gonna be the raw edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Game of Thrones, this would be the series the season finale. <laughs> this would be the season finale. Eight. <laughs> Eight. Welcome to the hump, your show about how to get one over and this thing called life. This is Brent Bowen. Chad Behlin. And you're looking a little worse for wear. You got a little fret you can't quite see yourself on the T V here I'm haggard, man. Oh man oh, the place. Yeah we're getting a late start tonight but so that's why this is the, the raw Yeah we got a little bit of the raw edition for the folks that watch us live that, oh, yeah, the three people that watch us live. Yeah, it's kind of like the, you know, the, the basketball game before us went long, so we're starting just a wee bit late. Just a wee bit late, yeah. Um, so you were asking what we were drinking. Oh, I didn't leave the cans up. I'm such a dickhead. Normally, I leave the cans up. But I'm all out of sorts tonight. It's Rogue, cold brew, IPA. Yeah, I love that. I mean, meet, I'm meeting you in the middle. I do love that. Yeah, it's... Uh, Darkish IPA, yeah, darkish. So it's Rogue Cold Brew IPA. Might need a second one tonight. Yeah, we'll have to. We can pull a Kathy Robinson intermission and get up and run. run Yeah, run out of here. So we're we're running late tonight because you've got a big milestone this week, family milestone, and then you know children never change. We did the parenting episode, but children really never change. They grow up and bigger. But then they still let you know last minute that you have events that you need to attend. Yeah. So. Got a text at like two o'clock, can you make it to a high school graduation banquet? I'm like <laughs> How long have you known about this? I just found out about it. They did have Olive Garden, so you know. Yeah, yeah not too bad. Was it what is it, the 399 breadsticks? Uh they had the whole kitchen caboogle. It was delicious. Chicken Farm? No. <laughs> Lasagna, and that's about it. No no chicken parm. Well, that's awesome. Well, so you got your oldest is graduating this week. Let's toast to her. her,
1: Yeah.
0: Are are we allowed to bring beer to her event? Probably not. It's like at 10 in the morning. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. pushing it for me. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah, London. Actually, I I think I'm trying to arrange a tap tour after. This weekend's not good. (laughs) I have... Three graduations and like more grad parties than I can count. Like Uh, kids these days, like you can't just graduate. All right, the sidecar may have a flat tire. Yeah, Hunter and I may go. We may go on Saturday just to squeeze one in because otherwise I don't think we're going to finish. You're running out of time. Yeah, we're running out of time and I'm all about finishing. So it's always Fridays. There are, yeah, but even then, like Friday, this Friday is a mess because we have a graduate, you and I are going to some graduation party Uh on Friday. And I can't show up three sheets to that graduation party. I I mean, I could. That's one you probably could, but um, probably not the best choice. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm working through Hunter's schedule, too, and he's got different graduation parties. Mm -hmm. So, like, last weekend didn't happen because he had a graduation party, and then his wife was out, I think, out of town, or she had some other obligation. I mean, she's expecting. So people are having showers and shit for her. Yeah. So we should toast that showers and shit well no being being 40 plus and having your second child to <laughs> <Donner. laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can get over it my little snack quite that long All right. <laughs> hey that's a big deal for him it is yeah it sounds like a freaking nightmare to me but that's you know <laughs>
1: that's
0: a big deal to I'm happy for him they've been trying I am a long, happy for him. they've yeah. been trying a long time nice, high, family. nice, nice family. family cute kid yeah even really though he's cute. mean to me sometimes yeah he's not he doesn't like you much but no Maybe he knows something we don't. Oh, jeez. So you're not going to believe this, but not me sitting in this nice, comfortable new chair. You're commenting on the chair, man. It's like the Iron Throne. Well, I got a little, got a little jealous last week. You, you took the nice chair from our guests Mm -hmm. and I'm like, this is my house. How do I not have the nicest chair in the room? So Beck and I promptly went out Friday and bought. A new chair at this is the new chair. This is yeah. But we bought a new chair down at uh, the West Bottoms. Yeah, because she wanted to recover this one. Get a new one. And based on the cost difference, it would be cost more to recover this one than it would be to buy a new one. I had no doubt. So we found this place that they were moving, and everything was fifty percent off. And she and I looked at the price at 50% off. I said, go check with the clerk, see if 50% off on the tag of this price is right. Everything's 50% off. And he came over, ran over to her, said, oh yeah, ma'am, everything's 50%. off. Everything's 50%. he looked at the tag and goes, oh shit. Apparently, you know how they do this. It's like, everything's 50% off, but he was supposed to mark it up Mm -hmm. before. He was supposed to replace the tag and mark it up. Because the chair, I forgot what the chair was, but he was supposed to mark the chair up to twelve hundred dollars, which was appreciable, like a thirty-three percent markup, right. and then drop it fifty bucks. So they met their call. You know, they're trying to meet their cost. Yeah. So yeah, that didn't happen. So we got it below cost. So I'm like, put it in the truck. <laughs> oh man, turning into my parents talking about the deals. <laughs> yeah. Check out this deal yeah, I got. My oh, dad, man, every- my eight dollars shirt. Oh my God. <laughs> they paid me a dollar fifty to take the shirt. <laughs> I think that was episode two that we did that as triple D. So, <laughs> uh, but you can't tell with me sitting in my new chair, but I actually, uh, you know, I've got a lot to lose. I, I've lost four pounds since Becca's go, put me on a lifestyle change. Let's have some beer. Let's have, yeah. Despite all this, I've still lost four pounds. Yeah. Um, and she got mad at me. She's like, you lost four pounds of bullshit. Yeah, but we have more to lose, so you know. Yeah, I know. You work she works out multiple days a week. She doesn't have exactly. the variance. Yeah. We padded in some padding. <laughs> yeah. I put in a little yeah. Overage. Yeah. But, so Keep it up, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm planning on it. I'm trying to lose I'm trying to lose about just a pound a week. Yeah, so it's not, and we've been at it about a month, so it's I'm right, kind of on target. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe five pounds a month would be would be nice. It's reasonable. Yeah, you know, take a little pressure off the back. Be would be good. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I got a trip coming up, and uh, I got these new shorts. Big fan, but uh, you know, I'm like in that no man's land where you know my old shorts are like too big, so they like fall off me. These are a little too snug. I'm like trying to shove, shove mm-hmm. six pounds of shit in a five pound bag. So, um, just trying to like make the shorts a little more comfortable. That's my whole goal. Yeah. I, that makes sense to me. And the problem is my shorts that I find highly comfortable, like these are my fat shorts. Yes. And the other day I put my iPhone in one pocket and my keys in the other and they started like falling Yeah. Down, started falling down. I'm like, shit. On one hand, I'm, like, proud of myself, and then on the other hand, I'm sitting there going, what am I... Those are my comfortable shorts. Right. They're they're, like, non-existent. They're so big, they're falling out. Yeah, because they're, you know, my fat shorts. They're they're comfortable. Yeah. Well, the other thing we have to toast, too, so this week is National Travel and Tourism Week. Where do you find all this information? I find, like... Twitter. All right. It's Twitter. I'm on on the Twitter. You are on the Twitter. I, I don't know what it's... I just go onto Twitter and then you know the section where it's like discover or uh, your notifications along the left. They've got normally handles and then a lot of times it happens. I just will as background noise in the mornings. All the TV going Mm -hmm. too. I didn't realize until two days ago was it's National Hamburger Month. I didn't know that until television. Every friggin' day's National National Something Day. Yeah. I mean, that's the reality. They're, they're whole websites. All you have to do is pull up wiki for each month, and it'll give you a list of all the months. Yeah, yeah. But this one in particular, I knew because, you know, Beck and I are Visit KCBIPs. Mm-hmm. should have worn my pin. That, uh, that it was National Travel and Tourism Month, because I do follow them on on social. And we interact a little bit, but there was a little bit of a gaff this week tied to national travel and tourism month that I wanted to toast because it was funny as hell. It was funny, yeah. It was one of those things that people just ran with it and basically, you know, like, it was photoshopped. It's not real. No, yeah, and, well, what amazed me, though, because you were saying somebody at your office ran with it and was convincing people it was real. Right. I saw the same thing on Facebook because, you know, I do marketing for a living and I've done copy editing as part of my job. And I saw a whole Facebook stream where people were like, Oh, this is my worst copy editing nightmare. And finally I had to get and this was twenty four hours later even, and they were still saying, I can't believe this happened. Somebody needs to be fired. I'm and I got on, I go, It's a parody hoax. So if people aren't familiar, there's a parody Twitter account called You Had One Job, which I've seen their stuff in the past. Yeah, it's funny if it's true, but yeah. Know. They didn't vet anything, apparently. No, they didn't fact check any. I mean, come on, Fox News doesn't fact check anything. You think that you mm-hmm. had one job? That's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah. He would think you had one job. Would uh, the Twitter account would fact check any anything? So uh, apparently, if folks didn't see this, uh, visit KC, which is the Convention and Visitors Bureau kind of travel. Tourism Association, they have signs all over the city, which are great. They do great work. They do. Um, Beck and I thought really highly of kind of their VIP program, but they had something at one of the light rail stations. Yeah, Streetcard. Yeah, Streetcard said uh, Kansas City welcomes tw- 25 million visitors annually. And somebody photoshopped that to say, Kansas City welcomes 25 visitors annually. So... yeah lot of traffic on that. You know, I agree with some people out there. They're like, can't you just lean into that and be like, we'll take any, you know, orally, anally, whatever. Orally. We will you. <laughs> I saw a tweet that was pretty funny back about leaning into it, pun intended, <laughs> <laughs> with several like... Add-ons to that. Yeah. Like several uh, additional slogans. I don't recall what they were off the top of my head. They should have a new campaign that, you know, (laughs) come up with your best parody of the parody. And you win a weekend in Kansas City. Somebody got really offended on Twitter, which I thought was hilarious around the fact-checking angle of that. Uh, On, they said, welcome to Kansas, instead of Kansas City knowing that Kansas City. That's kind of a bugaboo for a lot of people. Like yeah, you're from Kansas City, Missouri. It, it's offensive to say Kansas, like even though there is a Kansas City, Kansas. But well, the, that is the one cool thing about visit K. Um, you know, visit KC is that they don't care what side of the state line you're on. Though they, they represent kind of the area, which is the way I like to like to roll. But I, you know, it's funny. So I'm on the Visit KC private board, and the coordinator for that on Facebook said here's the deal, it's a hoax no it's a hoax and yes it's funny. Like they did kind of roll, they didn't yeah. They didn't do anything to get in a twist about it. So Cease and desist. Yeah, yeah, they didn't do anything. So to having a sense of humor. Anally. Anally. That's like reading the fortune cookie and then saying in bed. Yes. <laughs> Jay, did you see that? No. Uh, Sign? Yeah. yeah. You saw the sign? You saw the hoax? I saw it on Reddit. You saw it on Reddit? Yeah. <laughs> you
1: and Reddit's like the new place to go, isn't it? I, I mean, it's like,
0: been around for forever,
1: but. I've been on Reddit for a long time now. I, I don't know. I just think it's like an easy place for me to get like all my information at once. Because I'm like super lazy to get all these different sites. So I'm just like, I don't know. i just go to Reddit in 10 minutes. Okay. I already know what's going on. I don't know. That's cool. I thought you have to, you have to give me a, uh... it's, it's so nice. I have to give me a tutorial on that because I've never used Reddit in that way. I've thought about it more in like deep, deep kind of discussion. So it's like any interest you have, there's a subreddit for it. So, like, beer, let's take example of beer. Like, there's a subreddit of beer where it's just all, pe- all people talk about is beer. That's it, right? So, that's, that's what it is. Like, you just subscribe to like the posts that or like the subreddits that you think are most interesting or like pertain to your activities. And then when you're bored or whatever, looking like for information, you just go to them. So it is a bit more topical though. So yeah, yeah, yeah for okay. sure. Okay. It's That's like what's sure. relevant in, in the area of beer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, speaking
0: of talking, working outside of your comfort zone, you and Die worked outside of your comfort zone, Reddit may maybe more in your comfort zone. You guys had. Yeah. Something yeah. you did come outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Die put together a, a bucket list and, uh, just kind of things she wants to do, accomplish, whatever. She had uh, zip lining on there. So uh, there's a place here in the town, local, Zip KC, where you can uh, you can zip it up. And, uh, yeah, we went, did that last Friday. It was awesome. Yep. We've got the clip. Oh, we do? Yeah. We got oh, the clip. Wow. Oh, and a new toy. We're definitely moving up in the world. <laughs> this is my wife. Yeah. This is my this play. This was six stories up, and she was quite nervous to take the plunge, and she basically just set it up so that he was going to push her more or less, like he's holding her from going and then just, (laughs) and this is what she sounded like. (laughs) Does that sound familiar? (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty slick. I mean, uh, I loved it. Perfect day. We were the only two. We got up there and they're like, you're the only people. So we had two guides and us and they said it would take three hours because they normally have like eight, 10 people. Took us an hour and 10 minutes. Wow. How many times you got, how many times you guys nine? Make? Nine? Just zip, zip, zip up and up. And then you sent me a video too. Uh, somebody was like doing a front flip. Yeah, that was, that was me. That was not you. It was me. That was not you. Play, play that. That's on there too. <laughs> Tell me it's not me. Oh, Jay's not even paying attention. He's like, no, play, what? Play, play what? <laughs> play what? There's one of somebody doing a front flip. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely not it. That's not it. All right. Well, (laughs) you have to take the producer's phone away. No, no, no. You have to find it. It's okay. You don't have to find it. No worries. So that was what I wanted to do for your guys' anniversary. Yeah. Oh, I found it. Oh, you found it? All right, play that one. So this is me. I'm standing. I'm up there on the ledge, and I decided to just, you know, do something radical. It
2: wasn't your
0: fault. See? I mean... That is not you. I saw some other pic- still pictures of you. You were not wearing that t-shirt or helmet. I was pitting out, so I uh, had to change shirts. <laughs> you are pitting out on your dome, too? Yes. My my helmet was cracked. Oh, man. Oh. It was fun, though. We had a good time. Okay. You said you had a good time. There's some other pla- are there other places in the city that do that? I think there's a couple uh, Like in the Missouri side. They were a lot further away, but. Yeah, I think there's a place in Olathe or Gardner too. Pretty friggin' flat over there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. There's a, you know, there's a friend of mine, old uh, colleague of mine that she and her husband did that. And I don't think it was there. I think it was kind of South KC. It was fun. Highly recommended. I'll have to ask her. So, what's going on this weekend? Is it all graduation? Yeah, it's grad central. So, at least five grad parties and three graduations because my two brothers, I have a niece and a nephew, same age, so I have a niece ne- niece graduating, a nephew graduating, my daughter's graduating, and then next weekend, my other nephew's graduating. Wow. We all had kids about the same time, apparently. Yeah, or some of those are in Wichita, though, too. Just one. Just one. Okay. So, then you've got a couple here. You've got a couple yeah, of additional ones here. Yeah. Uh, are you guys even going to be able to get Mother's stay in? Who knows? Nope. squeeze it in there at some point, but the graduation <laughs> is Mother's Day, so two of them are on Mother's really? Day. Really? They scheduled two of the graduation parties, or the graduation itself is on Mother's Day? The graduation days? itself. you got to be kidding me. No, Blue Valley West is at 4 o'clock at the Muni, and Northwest is at 7 o'clock at the Muni. Okay. I didn't realize the graduations themselves were this weekend. Yeah. Okay. I knew the Tough lock moms. Yeah, no doubt. Maybe next year. Moms are always getting jobbed. Yeah, I know. Always getting jobbed. Talk about leaning in, Jeez. Uh, I remember last year's Mother's Day. I'm glad we're not repeating that. We, Becca wanted, so, you haven't been to the, you and I, you like escape rooms. Yeah, I've been to a few. A few. Yeah. So we went to TikTok, which is a place in Overland Park we really like. Mm-hmm. And they have a couple of interesting escape rooms. And they have one that's kind of Indiana Jones-esque. Yeah. And it's it's got lasers and shit and mirrors. And I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be really cool. So we decide to do that for Mother's Day. We take Becca, my mother-in-law, and my mother-in-law's friend, my brother, and Dee. Okay. And Grant can't can go because he's working. Mm. He has to work that day. So we invite... My mother-in-law's friend, we had a brunch, went to brunch, it was nice, and then we went to, uh, the escape room, and you know me, I like to control things, I'm in there driving traffic, Right. Devin's in there, my brother, my kid brother Devin's in there doing all the math, because there's math in that one, we would have never gotten out had he not been there, never, it was bad enough as it was, then we get in there and we start messing with the lasers, and my mother-in-law and her friend are like, ooh, this is really cool. This is pretty. And then they step into the room. And it's one of those things where you have to set up, like, five it's mirrors bouncing off, to get them some. Yeah. And they keep walking into mm-hmm. – and so the guy who's working there, he keeps adding – he feels bad for me. He can sense my level of frustration. And you can see him because they've got a clock in there with the time. He keeps – Every time they step into the room and just start checking out the the aesthetic, he, Taxi couple. I, I'm getting pissed. And he can see you can see him adding time to the room. So by the time and we finally get out, we break out. And he gives us a sign to say you know we escaped or whatever. You take your picture, and then you're supposed to mark your time. I took the marker and I'm like one hour and seventeen minutes, <laughs> but they we get an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he just let us. He apparently would wasn't backed up that day. Right. He let us just kind of. You just, earned it, brother. <laughs> kind of roll. You earned it. Oh. Uh, well, so we had our first guest last yeah, week. Yeah, it was big time. Yeah. Yeah. Kathy, up in the world, Kathy Robinson. Interesting stuff too. Yeah. The, yeah, Kathy Robinson, the girl goes a little a uh, little surprise for you. We have our next guest next week. What are you doing over there? I, I forgot how to add the. Oh man, see You know my 16, he's not even 16 yet He knows how to do that Because he did it last week He's cheaper than you too mm. uh, <laughs> Does he edit as well? No, he can't do audio editing yet But that's So who's next week? So mm. next week but Don't tell anybody Don't, don't, tell, tell, anybody. I don't, don't tell anybody? Don't yet. tell me either, Just I'll just show <laughs> up Okay You would like to know the questions Although the, the questions would be pretty easy for this guest I think we're going to invite Foggy the Pug to be our guest next oh, week. Oh, that's a good one. I'm teasing. He oh. will be a guest at some point, right. but not next week. <laughs> so my friend Angie Peterson, who's uh, the proprietor of KC Geeks, yeah. is going to be joining us. And we're going to talk about her her blog, KC Geeks, a little bit. And she does uh, a thing called Geek Girls Brunch mm-hmm. to where she has like these geek brunch with women that get together and they do geeky things together and spend like a day out in the town. And it seems weird that we would be bringing this up, but the more I thought about it, it's the perfect time to do it is uh, Deadpool's coming out next week. Yes. Oh yeah. So yeah, Deadpool two is coming out next week. So she's going to come in and we're going to do a summer movie preview. Mm-hmm. It seems weird that we would do that because the Avengers, you know, Seems That's like it started so early, though it, it was April, yeah. It was almost winter, yeah. So it wasn't a summer movie, it was still almost a winter movie. There's still movie. so many good ones this summer coming out. So it was Solo coming out, Deadpool 2 coming 2, out, Incredibles 2, Jurassic yeah, World, Jurassic World, World then, you know, whatever the ninth and eight. She's gonna come and do we're gonna do a geeky summer movie preview next Ooh, I week. I definitely so. do my homework then, yeah. So she's gonna be in next week and she's gonna join us. So and yeah, last week we had our first guest, Kathy Robinson, who runs a blog chronicling her travel adventures, The Girl Who Goes. Independent Intentional Travel, and we found out what that meant. Yeah. Which was awesome. So anything that surprised you kinda of out of that conversation or Yeah, I had no idea about the elephant thing. I thought that was fascinating. Okay. And I was actually watching Westworld this week, and they had people riding on the backs of elephants, and I'm like, no. Oh, Yeah, but in Westworld, that's completely appropriate. I I guess guess it is true, because they were robot elephants, but, you know. Well, and the people there are generally, like, humanity is not cast in the best light in that show. Yeah, I had no idea about that stuff. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was fascinating that you two connected on so many different levels around, like, the backpack thing. Oh, yeah. That's huge, man. Like, I'm a huge pro-backpack traveling person, like. If you can't fit it in there, you don't need it. Now, have you done the one tip? She had the, the tip about compartmentalizing. I always struggle with whether that's a good idea or not. Yeah. Well, actually, Diane, my wife, was giving me her tip, and it's kind of the same thing. I was like, mm, that's genius for mostly for a woman. Like me, I, I need my deodorant and toothbrush, I'm pretty much good to go. But uh Di has just she bought like a clear you know, case and just keep, she's got, got a go it. bag. She's ready to it's go. It's a go bag for sure. Yeah. It's okay. like, oh, that's pretty slick. That is cool. I do that a little <laughs> bit. Well, we were te- you were teasing me with the electronics. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> Yeah. I've got my go bag. Yeah. A little different. <laughs> that's a big ass go bag, but yeah. All right. Oh, so I thought I'd ask you because we asked Kathy, around travel destinations, and she's traveled quite a bit for yeah. someone her age. I mean, it's pretty phenomenal how much she's traveled for someone her age. I, yeah, mean, I like... 49, well, folks are going to miss, you know, on the audio, they're going to hear this. She's been to 49 states. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I was trying that up in my head, but, you know, we're older, so... It's up there, but... It's hard to remember if you've been to certain ones. Yeah. And the one she hasn't been to, so why... Which is a good time to skip why right now. Yeah, a little volcano. Yeah. I saw like a footage of this lava, like just plowed through this fence and just engulfed this car. It was actually a pretty cool video. Was it on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Even, I'm sure if you search, you know, lava destroying car, fascinating. Like yep. the tires caught on fire and then all of a sudden it just started smoldering like crazy uh. and just. It's amazing how quickly that stuff will go up. I actually have a a friend that's in, I don't, she needs to use the Facebook. She's been giving updates, so she's on a different island. Yeah. But she's in Hawaii right now. Now, she had a a bad day one day where they rented a car and then the tire blew out. And I'm like, oh, that's not the way you want to be spending vacation. Yeah. You know, fixing flats. But Hawaii's getting bigger, man. It is getting bigger. The lava hits to the coast. All of a sudden, the island's getting bigger. Yep. So, she talked about a couple of her favorite places. I thought I'd ask you, because it may be a little bit of time before we come back to travel. Yeah. About a couple of your favorite places. Yeah, I'm trying to, you know, I have it on my bucket list. I want to get to all seven continents at some point. Okay. Not doing too well thus far. i got some work to do. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I kind of, trips for me kind of fall into one of two categories. It's either tropical I'm gonna lay on a beach for a week and do nothing other than some diving in the morning and drinking in the afternoon or more like, you know, culture, you know, where you go to Italy, you go to London, you go to Europe, whatever, and you're just constantly on the go seeing stuff, you know, there's so many places all over the place. You're immersed within the, yeah, more of an urban environment, but you're, you're immersed in that culture. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Last year, we went to Amsterdam for the first time, and I mean, I fell in love with the city so much so that we're going back in a month. Um, just loved everything about the city, just a really cool place. So, you know, as far as that kind of trip where you're just seeing stuff and on the move all the time, it'd definitely be Amsterdam, and then, you know, I'm kind of partial to like Turks and Caicos, you know, when mm-hmm. they're just going to sit and do nothing for a week. Like, mm-hmm. Water's beautiful, beaches are gorgeous. Now, how nice many thing. times have you been to Turks? Because we went, I went with you once. Yeah, I've been twice. Big couple, yeah. okay. And then you took the kids, mm. right? Yeah, I'll never forget. I mean, we spent that one day. I mean, it was practically an entire day just sitting in the ocean. That's one of my favorite days, man. Just just had the rock there. We had yeah. a villa up on the cliff, and there were stairs that went down to the water, and you you know you could just walk out into the water, and it's all sand at the bottom, and you know comes up to your waist, and uh yeah, we just sat in that sand with the water up to our waist. They had some coral and some rock that were just that had we had sat a, there. They had just a speaker food. we took and a big cooler of beer and just sat out there all day and drank beer and just yeah, watched the watched the we ships that, go by. That one ball that you know, that, the water skipper ball that we just would throw that thing around. That was a fun day. That was a good day. That was a good day. That was a good day. No, I yeah, Turks I would love to go back to Turks. Um uh, so I asked her the question, too, about a place where he, she felt like she was the most fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that one, uh, I was talking to my wife, and I actually forgot about this one. And uh, I felt like such an American and that it was so embarrassing in hindsight, but, you know, whatever. It was uh, actually my first European trip. It was 2005. We went to Italy for, okay. about, like, 11 days. Is that when... That was where you guys took some beautiful pictures of Venice that I know are hanging around your house. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that, yeah, that was that trip. That was that trip. Yeah. But we flew into Milan. So it was pretty much, you know, my first experience there and we, uh, we're soaking up the culture. Milan's, it's, it's kind of a beautiful city, but at the same time, there's like graffiti everywhere. You know, it's, it's got a different flavor to it. Um, but we went out to dinner. We had this big group and, uh, of Americans and we, felt like we were driving forever. We got to this restaurant and we're, as we're walking in, we like walked by the kitchen and I look over and there's like five or six carcasses laying there that it, it looked like a skinned cat to me. I mean, it literally looked like a skinned cat. I, maybe it was rabbit. I don't know, but whatever. But, uh, it was just this little place and, uh, they brought us like these tentacles of octopus that had been like broiled and they were all like, you know, black ended stuff and when in Rome, you know, I tried the octopus, <laughs> you know, the crispy octopus and whatnot. But they had, like, this cart, like, that sat out in the middle of the, the restaurant and had all these just gorgeous desserts on it. <laughs> and, you know, we kept waiting, and, you know, as Americans, we're like, you know, hey, bring the next course. Let's keep, yeah, you know, let's let's keep, keep this keep rolling. train moving. Yeah. And uh, nobody came. So we're sitting there, and then we, we're, like, ready for some dessert. So... My my brother-in-law walks over and he's looking at the at the dessert table and stuff and he's like thinking, Oh wow, this is gorgeous. I wonder why there are no utensils. So he looks over at the little waitress station and sees all the serving stuff and he just starts grabbing them. And next thing I know, everybody gets up and just starts hacking into these these desserts. Oh my god. I mean the pastry chef's probably like, What the hell are you doing? You a Vatican, just stupid. So we just hacked into every dessert, and we're just sampling them all. And we got some strange looks, and people are like, you know, like, what the hell are you doing? So uh, the bill was, I'm sure the bill was quite high, because they basically probably charged us for every dessert on the table. Uh, As as appropriate, as, as should have been. Oh, stupid Americans. Stupid Americans. All right. Well, we will be on better behavior when we go to Iceland. I'm sure of it. Yeah. We've gotten wiser. What about you though? We're what about my top two places, my top two places? You know, as much as I love Turks, I can't, you're probably not going to believe that I'm going to say this. So and I'm limited as far as experience compared to you and certainly even of Kathy. Although, you know, I've been to Mexico several times. I mean, uh, in different parts of Mexico, uh, like my honeymoon with Becca, you know, after we were married was pretty trippy when we went to Cozumel Mm -hmm. and there's a certain part of Cozumel that it was the least at the time. Now this, you know, it's been close to 20 years, was the least touristy. It wasn't as touristy as Cancun. It right. was supposed to be more kind of authentic to, to what that part yeah. of the world was supposed to be. It's not all senior frogs and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, nightclubs. We went into this little hotel bar the last night we were there. And, and Beck and I, you know, the honeymoon itself was relatively low-key. We walked to these little cafes. We did rent a Jeep and went around the island, and we would go on the... Uh, the one side of the islands, kind of the, uh, Caribbean side of the island that there is no development. And the only development they had at that point in time were these little beachside bars. Yeah. Where it, it was like that place in, um, a conch shack, the, the conch shack, or, um, uh, even when we were in St. Martin, that the one where they had the big school bus. Oh, yeah, it yeah. was a partially nude place. We yeah. took pictures and made pictures look like they were rolling over Jay's head. Yeah. You know, I swear I remember that place. It was like yeah. Jay's sticking. That was a cool place, too. That was a cool place. But all the places in Cozumel were kind of like that. And we would just, you know, that day was a great day. We just sat and we'd bounce from place to place and we'd just sit and get a Corona and sit on the, the beach for hours in the sun or at the bar and, shoot the shit with the bartender. Mm-hmm. And the last day I will never forget the last day we were there, it was raining and we went in town to the small little hotel and we'd been there several times before because it was the, the Lennox Lewis and the Evander Holyfield fight. And so yeah. Beckett actually actually likes violence. Yeah. So she, we'll right. watch boxing. She likes boxing. And so we went in there and it was a fun night, you know, on her honeymoon they had like 200 people there, there to watch the fight at this hotel we went back there the last day before we had to catch our flight, and we're just hanging out with the bartender. And had been there several times, and they got us a cab, held onto our bags, and as they got us into the cab, they serenaded us into the cab, which I thought was a really cool, yeah, nice touch. really nice touch. So I really enjoyed Cozumel for that reason. The other place that I just thoroughly enjoyed was London. Mm-hmm. You know, and I haven't been to Amsterdam. I really want to go. We, you know, we have family that's in London and, you know, spent a week plus in London and just was able to explore so many different areas of the city. Yeah, huge city. Some for the better, some for the worse. Like I could tell you my, you know, I've out- gotten three fights in Camden. Right. Only then to have my sister-in-law tell me that that's the shtick is everybody's rude to you. But I literally almost got in three fights in Camden with, like, shopkeepers and, like, <laughs> serving, you know, the the restaurant server, you know, at the little, yeah. um, the little market and the cafes. Yeah, and one guy that challenged my manhood, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I've got my, gosh, how old was Grant at the time? He was, like, 11 or 12. I'm like, I have my son here, but you're not going to talk to me that way. Right. So, but I love, I mean, I love London. So those are two of my favorite, those are two of my favorite places. There are a lot of places I love around the States too. Mm -hmm. As much as I love to travel internationally, I mean, I'd go back to Portland, Oregon in a heartbeat. Yeah. That's fun town. Yeah. Good play. Good place. So, um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, so, and most people don't know this, but it's a, this is really a PSA for people. So where are you heading next? And the reason why I say it's a PSA, you do the math. It it, it happened again this week. You go someplace. Yeah. And then bad shit happens after you leave. Well, you saw what happened in New Orleans. No. Because we just walked by the place. Mardi Gras World? Oh, yeah, yeah. Barges. A tugboat and barge It pulled barges into Mardi Gras World. It's like falling into the ocean now. Really? So that's closed until they can assess the damage. And we were there a couple months ago, and I'm thinking that I buffered some of the time allowance there yeah. because I was with you. But it seems like you go someplace and immediately afterwards, so you, people need to allow for some sort of halo after you've gone to the, the to your next trip. They need to not go to Amsterdam for them. You're not wrong, but I don't like being tied <laughs> to bad things happening. Like... They don't yes. happen to you while you're there, it's like after you've left. Yes, last summer we were in London and like two days later the whole London bridge, you know, the van going through Borough Market stuff happened and then and then we took the train to, to Amsterdam and we went to Brussels. You know, I had to stop in Brussels and like a week later there's some guy running around the first level with a automatic weapon, they had to shoot him. Like yeah. It, there is a theme, but uh, I'm hoping some, it's coincidence. You're part of some sleeper cell. As long as it happens after I go. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah but you could be the leader We're now on some, like, NSA watch list. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Now, so, yeah, so where are you heading next? So you got Amsterdam? Yeah, we're doing, uh, flying to Amsterdam. Spent a few days there, taking the train, well, taking the train to somewhere else. I'm not saying. <laughs> 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 and then take another train to, uh, London, uh, and then I'm gonna spend, uh, like four or five days in Ireland. Okay. So, ooh, Ireland. Yeah. We may crash the Ireland thing. Never been in Ireland, never been Ireland, but we may crash. I'm like half Irish, so I'm due. Yeah. We may crash Ireland. I do have a redheaded son. Yeah. He pit ready. You know, there's some Irish in my, in my blood. So, all right. Any other th- last thoughts on our conversation with Kathy? That was great. I, I would have her on again in a heartbeat. Yeah, After she she's going, Yeah, she goes. She needs to get some more trips in. But yeah, uh, and I think being, she will. Yeah, she's definitely driven, which I love that. I mean, uh, I wish I had done it more when I was younger. Yeah, 25. Trying to make up for lost time now. But. I'm just going to say she's 25 again and again. She was so offended, which offended us that she got mad. She's going to be happy someday she was 25. Exactly. But Yeah, it goes fast. You'll have a kid in graduating high school here anytime. Ugh. All right. Well, this week's Triple D, I left a theme related. I don't, did you see it before? I glanced at it, but uh, yes. I left it theme related. I, it's, it's I'm either really travel. sensitive or like you're, we're picking these that just really stick in my craw. But yeah, this one's another bugaboo of mine. Yeah. Oh, They're funny because they're They're true. true. Yeah. Right? So this week's Triple D discussion, and for folks that uh, have only heard this, we're on episode eight. But... Some good Triple Ds. We throw out a scenario and we discuss whether it's a dick douche or dumbass move. This week's Triple D move is someone, although I added a kicker to this. I mean, if you're in first class... You're probably not affected by this. True. But most people aren't in first class. Yes. Or on a private plane. I've been on a private jet before a couple times. So nice. Yes. Very, very nice. This week's Triple D move is someone who leans their plane seat back all the way back in coach. Yeah. And coach is getting smaller. And people are getting bigger. Yeah, I mean... So it's the person that leans to their seat. I, you know, and I'm fine if you need a little, a little recline to help. So instead of, like, this, you're like this. Well, those seats can go pretty far back. That's the problem is the top, like, leans forward, you know. Yeah, and if they go back, too, because you know how I like to work on a flight and I've got my laptop, it really defeats the purpose of the laptop. if they, they recline, it reclines your, your tray table. Yeah. And then now I'm like this. Yeah, that's, uh. People can see my fat belly on. And people don't realize it's like causes a chain reaction. So if some snapper head in row three puts a seat back, then that forces somebody in row four to put their seat back. Next thing you know, it's like a friggin' dominoes all the way back. And everybody's putting their seat all the way back because, you know. Except the person in the very back, they don't have that option. Yeah. Well, that's your fault for picking a seat by the shitter. Well, some people don't pick those. It could be an employee. I've, I've sat in that seat okay. or the seat without the window, but we're flying for free, so I shouldn't complain as Becca tells me. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, um, that's where you just need Valium and go to bed. I can't sleep on a plane. That's that's what makes it worse for me. Like those long flights, you know, and the long flights too, it's not much better, but like, you, you know, the TV's in the back of the seat, so when they move their seat back, all of a sudden the TV just getting closer to my face and, you know, but um, that's not good for the eyes. No, uh, I think people are aware of what they're doing. I just think it's a dick move. But okay, okay, I'm with you. I think it's uh, I think it's a dick move. They know what they're doing too. If your flight's less than three hours, you shouldn't be reclining your seat. Period. Period. Not even i I'm throwing that out there. I don't just, care if it's the red eye. Nothing. Nothing. That's what I love when they had somebody, the, you know, the time when this started getting to be a big thing, they had those things you could put on the seat, like like a block that you could sit on there so the person in front of you couldn't recline their really? seat. Really? They sold those? Yes. And I guess some so airlines they, made them like they're banned. Like they can't all have them them. But it got I think I mean it was a few years ago, but I think there was like a tussle because somebody had one of those and put it on the seat and the guy's like, I can't recline and noticed it and he's like thinking he was getting cock blocked and you know wow I didn't even know those things existed yeah. hey there's a problem there's a solution how do you block someone from recording you as you sleep on a plane Mr. Jealous Man <laughs> <laughs> that'll be next week's triple D move is your when your friend be record you I I saw sleeping on a plane and be sent it to Jamal oh um, I have. man I wasn't thinking <laughs> we could have played that on air be snoring on a flight oh i gotta find this bad boy oh crap i don't know where they oh, oh man all right so what do you think jay what do you think is it, it reclining the seat all the way back you've flown on enough flights right
1: me yeah uh i've been on a couple of,
0: not a lot to be honest but my family's like a driving family driving family all right i hate driving. So. Has anybody reclined all the way into your lap
1: no, no. Thankfully, okay. thankfully. However, I one time when I went to visit my friends in Colorado, uh, I just like sat in the wrong seat and got it mixed up. And within the same row though, and I was like, all right, like, I'm not sure if this is the right seat, but like, it's not really that big of a deal. And the guy was like, oh, yo, I'm, I'm sitting there. I was like, all right. And I moved, obviously, but I was just like, I mean,
0: is it really that big of a deal? Some people get kind of particular about flight where they sit on a flight. I'm maybe not my exact seat, but I like to sit in the aisle.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean that's fair. It's just like I
0: don't know. Oh, uh, he's still struggling <laughs> to find it. Did you find it? <laughs> There's no audio on that though. Oh yes. you're just showing just showing me snoring. Just a picture of Brent racked out. Oh, oh. We wore him out. All right, so you say dick move. Dick move. Somebody f- decides to reverse lap job you, that's a dick move. Yeah, either way, it's a dick move, yeah. All right, I think we're in agreement this week. So let's jump into the second half of our conversation with Kathy Robinson, the girl who goes. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da.
1: <laughs>
2: no, but, yeah, Iceland's super expensive. Like, people told me that in advance. And luckily, we're only there for three days, so, I mean, that was probably for the best. I don't know if I'd have any money left if I stayed any longer, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah, people told me how expensive it was going to be, and I kind of just thought, like, oh, you know, they're going out for a big dinner. They're, like, you know, going out to all the bars and the clubs. And I was like, yeah, I won't spend that much. But it was impossible to spend less than, like, 18 U.S. dollars, like, on a drink. Like, my example that I give, because I feel like it really helps, like, hit home of, like, how the prices are there compared to here is, like, fish and chips at, like, I don't know, like, Applebee's or, like, Hula oh, Hands here or maybe, like, 12 dollars $13. Um, in London... You probably,
0: can tell you've done marketing in the past with that 99, <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Um,
2: in London, fish and chips were probably like 16 pounds, which these days the pound is a lot closer to the dollars, so it's probably 16, 17 dollars. But in Iceland, and I did eat fish and chips at like this pub that was there. It was thirty five U. S. dollars, and that was the cheapest thing on the menu. So, like, that was that was your meal, and it was no cheaper than like thirty five dollars no matter what. So, I mean,
1: it's
0: it's a remote island, so
2: it is, and a taxi ride is like for like one mile from like where we were in the city to like our hotel was like 25 30 bucks and like I had just been in Thailand where like a ride in a taxi was like 5 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was like wow. So i Quite could never live here but it's beautiful. I mean, scenery wise, I felt like it was being on Mars or something. Like it was even like having been to Alaska, I assumed that since they're the same similar, latitude, yeah. I assumed they'd be similar kind of. But I feel like Iceland didn't really have like that many trees. Hmm. It, whereas Alaska's like has a lot more trees and forest, so they're a lot more different, like geographically, than I was expecting yeah. too.
0: So, Becca's really ex- excited about the hot springs.
2: The Blue Lagoon.
0: The I I don't know. That's
2: maybe. a spa there.
0: It's a spa. It's a
2: big spa. It's famous. Um,
0: I don't know that she's isolated any one spa, okay. but I think the springs. She's read several blog posts of because we were talking the other night about whether we were going to go or not. Uh, and I'm probably the person that's put in the least amount of research about the trip. Mm-hmm. I just hear you have to go. She's been constantly talking about the springs. Did you did you go to any of the spas or springs? Yeah, or? we went
2: to this really famous one called the Blue Lagoon. Okay. I was with two coworkers. I mean, I normally don't go to spas, but like that's what they wanted to do, so I was like, <laughs> I was like,
0: he's taking notes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's, like, it's pretty cool. It's, like, this big, I mean, it felt super surreal. So we went straight from the airport, basically. We were tired. Like, it was an Uh, overnight flight. Like, we arrived at 6 a.m., and, like, that's, like, midnight our time. So we went straight to the Blue Lagoon. This was also December, so they had about four hours of daylight per day. That
0: would be weird.
2: Yeah, it was. Um so we got in at, like, 8 a.m., and, like, you change, and they give you this robe, and, like, you have to shower, and you have to wash your hair with a special conditioner before you can get in, because otherwise it will totally, like, dry out your hair and, like,
0: ruin Oh, it. interesting, okay. Yeah,
2: and then you just go in, and it's just, it's kind of
0: like a, It didn't fall out, like, I'm concerned about losing anymore, so... I don't think that will happen.
2: Okay. I mean, <laughs> not 100%. No guarantees.
0: I think you and so, I are just going to go to the pub. We'll let
2: the lady no, go. Is, there's, the there. cool thing. there's a bar? water, and if you, pull, like, there's different tickets you can buy, so, like, there's, like, the most basic one, and everything's on your wristband, and it, like, you get a different colored wristband, like, depending on what ticket package you bought, and so there's one that includes, like, drinks, but you can also just, like, if you want to pay for, like, more drinks, you just, like, scan your wristband, and at the end, you have to cash out before you, like, turn it
0: Shit, in. it's Disney World, but with, like, liquor <laughs> yes. and water. Oh, yeah, pretty good, cool. <laughs> but, yeah,
2: you're just, like, in the water, go to this bar that's just like in the water and you can just buy drinks and like and there's these mud masks that you like different stations you just like put all this like mud on your face and then you just like dip your face in the water wash it off
0: well i get that price with the beard
2: uh no no they they don't sell it like that
0: (laughs) are there a lot of euros and speedos um i
2: mean maybe some yeah. But you know, there was a lot of girls like taking these like perfect Insta photos there, and like there's people that like, oh, no. buy the thing where they put, like they can put their camera on the water. And I was just like, I'm just here to enjoy the experience. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to ruin my iPhone by accidentally dropping it in, into this water.
0: That's but. good to know, though. I'll pack the uh I'll pack the GoPro, the scuba gear.
2: Because yeah, yeah. then you won't have to pay like I don't know thirty bucks just to get like the waterproof pouch or whatever. But yeah. and there's a restaurant there too, which are like. Package that we bought included a reservation there, and we were like, "Wow, this is so expensive!" But looking back, literally that was the price of like all food in Iceland. So it was a good time. We had a couple hours of daylight while we were there, but it just looked so surreal.
0: Is that where you stayed as well, or did you stay somewhere else? No,
2: we stayed in a.
0: Do they have
2: hostels there? They probably do, but we stayed in a hotel. I mean, I was with two coworkers who I don't know. Maybe they're not really like into the hostel life, but having hotel points from work we just pool them together and That's in cool. The hotel,
0: did so. you enjoy did you like your hotel or?
2: Yeah, it was like the Hilton, like I was walking distance from it was, like downtown. It, so. it was a
0: chain, just one of yeah, those like US. Yeah, it's like nice okay. Hilton
2: hotel,
0: yeah. Okay. It was nice. Well, you've been all these places so and we've talked about a couple places where you've really enjoyed. Not to say that you would maybe didn't enjoy a place, but where's the place maybe you've gone where you felt like the most you were talking about i was thinking about this because you were talking about iceland being like Mars, mm-hmm. right it's like where have you gone where culturally either just the physical presence of it you felt the most like a fish out of water
2: um i would say probably thailand on my first day there and like i mean to write a blog post about this still because it's kind of something that i've noticed in different trips that i take But meal times when you're in another country and when you're by yourself are very stressful because just think about it. Think about all the customs that are related to food. And like so the first time that I like when I was in Thailand, you know, it's like 6 p.m. I'm getting hungry. I'm trying to find somewhere to eat. Well, in Thailand, like everybody's selling something. So you're like walking down the street, and you see all these carts, but you're like, I don't know what any of this food is. I'm starving, but I can't read it. I don't right. think that they can explain it to me. And
0: you're not speaking the language. I, I mean, it's different if you're in time. Spain. Right. Yeah. You're so, almost fluent in Spanish, but it'd be, yeah. Yeah,
2: so you like just i don't know you duck into a restaurant and then they like they have like they don't really speak english that well not that you should expect them to and you have been like okay there's nothing going on here you keep going like you're just hungry and you're trying to find somewhere to eat that like you might understand what's going on so i went into this like random restaurant and like they, i ordered curry because i'm like okay i know what curry is like i think i understand it but then they give you the bowl of rice and the bowl of curry and like how are other people doing this? Are they, like, putting the rice in the curry or the curry in the rice? And, like, you just don't want to stand out. And maybe it's not as bad if you're not by yourself. Because you feel like when you're alone, everyone's just staring at you. Like, why is she alone? Like, look at her. Like, she's messing everything up. So I would would say even that happened to me, like, in Mexico a few weeks ago. Like, just day one trying to find food is hard because, yeah, just being alone. I mean, it's even a little awkward to, like, eat alone, like, in the U.S., you know, by yourself until you get used to it. So that's, like, the hardest thing, I feel like, kind of about being somewhere new for the
0: first time. Well, and I would say, yeah, in Thailand in particular, I mean, you obviously already physically, just by appearance, stood mm-hmm.
2: out. Yeah. Like, at least you, know you have grandma. Not- yeah. <laughs> They know, I'm not a, a local. A, like, an old Thai guy did ask me once. He's like, oh, where do you, like, where do you live in the city? And I was like, oh, wow, well, he at least thinks I look like I know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> I've had to have the like He knew that I was, like,
0: an ex. He, like, thought I was an expat or something. But he
2: probably knew that, like, he thought yeah, I was Yeah, yeah. you are here so teaching was, English as a yeah. second language or something. Something like that,
0: yeah. Well, and at um, least you have brown hair, too. So when you're in Mexico, it's not like, you know,
2: blonde, there have been stories.
0: Yeah. 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 But if you have blonde hair, mean, people will come up and. Treat you like the elephant. I mean, just start. Yeah, luckily
2: that's not to me. Really?
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you don't have either anymore. I don't, I don't know what to do. People often pet me. People, <laughs> people often pet you. But, <laughs> oh my. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it feels like it would be like really, uh, a good way to get a, a sense of who you are just doing that by yourself. Like it's like you said, I mean, you're having to make all the decisions and, um, yeah, it's crazy. I don't yeah. think I could do that. Well, and it's, it's funny how you bring up food, like how important food is to a culture and then the traditions associated with it. And then we Americanize things so dramatically yeah, completely. that it's, you have a perce- It's it speaks well to, I think, how in tune you are with just being in a foreign place that you're like, okay, I just can't assume that the way we've done it in the States is the way that they do it everywhere else. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting that you bring it up that way. Yeah. So, so we talked about this foreign concept. We talked about you and as lovers of backpacks here. Um, what's your kind of your go to travel tip? I know, you know, you, you probably have many, but yeah, yeah. what's kind of your go to?
2: Uh, I do have a lot, and I have a few posts on my website actually um, that talk about some of my favorite tips especially for packing or for traveling alone or even tips just for before you go to help people at home like your mom and dad like, have some peace of mind yeah. about really? Yes, I do. Um, you have
0: a mental health kit for parents?
2: Yeah, it, it like it's a little bit of but the first page starts with, here's how many hours off I'm going to be from you. Like, here's a map of the country That's I'm nice. going to. Here's the cities I'm going to be. Here's the, all the hostels I'm staying in. Here's the number for the embassy. We're not going to need it,
0: but it's here. Just <laughs> oh, gee, so, you know. picking this up, man? Gee, <laughs> oh, you, you listen? You, here's, he's tuned out. He's like, He's like, when is this over? Parents <laughs> oh my worry, God. Man. Parents when worry. they were talking, the Avengers, this was cool, <laughs> but like, I am so done,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, I do have that, um, but the, I don't know. As far as like actually traveling, like applicable to most people, I would say having like a compartmentalizing your things helps a lot, especially if you are doing the backpack. So, like I have a little so I subscribed to Ipsy was like which is like a makeup bag subscription service. I've done that for like two years. I just cancelled it. But I really liked it. You get all these little different makeup bags every month. So like one, I like I picked one that looked particularly like waterproof. And I put a piece of tape on it with an a rodon sharpie shower stuff. So I put in my razor, I put in my soap, I put in, you know, whatever I need in the shower. And then another one is for Like toiletries, like contact solution, like Mm -hmm. cotton balls, blah blah blah. And then I have one for electronics. So all my cords, all my external chargers, all my you know, all those things I put into that bag. So it kind of helps you stay organized and know like where your things are that you need.
0: Particularly if you're gonna be a grab and go like for Europe, I could see where that'd be particularly helpful if you're only a day or two in a place Mm -hmm. and then you're needing to grab and go and get the train and hop onto the next spot. That's okay, that's cool. That makes sense. Oh, you do! Yeah. You can't leave live.
2: the no, show I really to... I'm trying so hard not to. I'm so sorry.
1: Wow, <laughs>
0: that just happened. <laughs> can't account for that. See, you feed guests beer, and that's what happens. They just leave. They just travel to the. She's off to Thailand. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> oh. That's funny. <laughs> Come on back.
2: I'm back. I'm sorry. No, you're okay. If I had sat there one more second, I
0: wouldn't <laughs> What airplanes. would happen? That would have been bad.
2: <laughs> it would have <it> <laughs> been worse. That's be
0: awesome. Worse. No, you're, <laughs> we thought you were just taking another trip.
2: Oh, yeah, Just yeah. a trip
0: to the bathroom. It
2: was. It was. I mean, <laughs> you know, at least I did not form a line at the front of the bathroom, you know, like in the airplanes because they think you're going to, like, overtake the pilot
0: or something. Oh, Yeah. You int- Do you intentionally go to the back?
2: Uh, I just don't go on the plane.
0: If you can avoid it. If well, you can avoid it. That's no. not water on the floor. <laughs> oh, dude. I still have a pair of shoes that aren't right from a trip where, uh, yeah. What happened in the
2: back? In the
0: airport. Well, the uh, urinal flooded. And I had to, like, I had to go. And was then I, I the and I didn't the know airport? I was, I was, airport. Airport. I was in the airport. Oh, okay. And I ran into the bathroom at the airport and I got to the urinal and by the time I had to use it so badly, by the I didn't realize there was water all over the floor till I had gotten to the, and at this point I'm like, I'm committed. You know, it's little boys, once they start, they can't really stop or it takes a great deal of effort that this old prostate doesn't have the (laughs) capacity to probably change. But anyway, I was like, these shoes are, and we were sitting on first class on the way back. And I would cross my, like, I even took, I even took, no, they're not these (laughs) shoes. They were different slip-ons. I actually put soap and water on the floor and, like, tried to wash them off. But then I crossed my legs and the point I went, (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is not. So I soak them, like, in soap and water. And I still swear that I can, it's one of those subconscious things now. You see people every once in a while, like, go in there barefoot, like, that's not water. Like... (laughs) That's not water. They say urine can sanitize things, I, but I don't believe it. And that's I don't want somebody else's urine. Like, I don't even want my own. <laughs> like, it's at least my own. Oh, all right. all right. Speaking of that, we might as well ask the question now, because we were going to ask it, is about Chad. If you were to meet Chad on a trip, so mm-hmm. I think an episode or two ago, we were talking about Chad's flip-flops. Okay. And Chad's flip-flops, if we're going to discuss sanitation, have a bottle opener. And if you happen to meet him at a resort, and you needed a, a bottle opener, would you allow Chad to open your?
2: Um. First of all, I'll say when I read this question, I was like, "What does that mean?" I was like, "Does he have a
0: secret talent?" i like, <laughs> "Opening have <laughs> a secret talent. <laughs>
2: Uh, I must have missed the episode where you guys discussed that at length, but uh yeah, actually I would allow it because I've been in situations where I needed an opener and there was no opener.
0: So You would allow you would, I would allow,
2: allow that, yeah.
0: I mean your only other option's, you know, cracking it on a rock or something, then you risk, you know, broken yeah. glass in your Yeah. Yeah. Becca or, would choose broken glass over using my shoe, but Becca would chew broken glass before She just gnaw off the before getting anywhere near yeah. your feet, yeah. Are both of them like that,
2: or just one? Yeah, I got
0: two. I can okay. open two bottles at the same time. <laughs> nice. I wonder what the justification was for putting one on each. It's like, yeah, travel in threes, or you and a friend. You can open right. up with you and that friend. That, that's a good question. I never thought of that before. They should have put, like, something else in the other one. It's
2: ones. like you can't wait, like, a single second longer. Yeah. Like, like a, a corkscrew. Oh,
0: yeah, like a bottle opener one and a... Uh, Flip up corkscrew would be... I don't think... Can you pull that? I can't open a bottle of wine with a shoe, too. I've done that before. You have done but that. Now, that is a skill. That truly is a skill, to watch him open a bottle of wine with a shoe. I tried that
2: once. It didn't go well.
0: I've seen him pull it off, actually. It can be done. It can be done. So, next big trip? Uh, I
2: don't have a whole lot planned at the moment, but... um... My family... So, maybe the reason that I love to travel so much is because I always traveled with my family growing up. So, when I went to Alaska, that was my 49th state that I've been to. And I've been to, like... I've never really traveled with my family by plane. You always know, took a road trip mm-hmm. every year. So, it's been about five or six years since I got to take a trip with them like that because... Um, you know, as you get older, you have other responsibilities, you have internships that you have to do, and you have a job, and, um...
0: Adulting. Yeah. Adulting. You know,
2: and it, you know it's not the, the most fun, but we, um, uh, my family's taking a trip this summer, and they're hosting a foreign exchange student from Italy this year, who's been in with us since August, and she'll be here till end of June, and they're going to take her out west on this road trip to, like, the Grand Canyon, and Utah, and, and California, and I have some time off work that I want to use, so I think I'm just gonna like insert myself on their road trip for a oh, Yeah, I think I'm gonna fly somewhere and just like meet them, and then I'll just ride back with them. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I can't take the full like two and a half weeks that they're doing, but I can take like the last week. So wherever they wherever cool. they end up, I'll meet them. You'll but meet them out. I'm excited. Yeah. That's cool.
0: Is Hawaii the only state you haven't been? Yes. Yeah, I was gonna ask what the what the one state it was. Is, yeah. Um,
2: and I have a lot of Southwest points and. Southwest is supposed to start flying to Hawaii this year, so we'll see.
0: So where can people find you? Find the blog?
2: Um, I have a blog called The Girl Who Goes. That's me. I'm The Girl Who Goes. Um, <laughs> in case you have to figured that out. Um, I also am on Instagram. I'm actually really mad that apparently somebody took the name of The Girl Who Goes. Because if you search them, they don't show up. But if you try to take that name, it's like it's taken. I'm like, well, who is this person? Because <laughs> I think I deserve to have the name. So, it's the girl who goes with an underscore after it. Okay. And then I'm also on Facebook, the girl who goes all with spaces, because you're allowed to do that on Facebook. If you just search it, I have like 104 likes, trying to get some more. I post on there every once in a while, so check those out.
1: You
0: on Twitter, too?
2: I was but I deleted Twitter recently okay. just for personal reasons. For personal, okay. Yeah, and then also I'm on Pinterest, so okay. I'm getting some decent traffic from Pinterest lately. But yeah, Excellent. take
0: Excellent. a look. Anything else, anything else you'd like to mention that we may have missed?
2: If you're interested in solo travel, you know, my website is the place to go. I'm planning on working on an ebook, like a solo travel how-to, because a lot of people I talk to <laughs> are like, I could never do that. Like, yes, you can. Here's just the steps you have to take. So that's kind of my next thing that I'm trying to work on. So check out my website for a lot of that stuff, and then look for an ebook book hopefully, coming soon.
0: Yeah, the trip to Mexico was phenomenal. We didn't touch on Mexico a great deal other than in Jess, but I know you broke that up into about four or five different posts just
2: around. there's a lot you can do in Mexico. Um, And it's a really nice place, too. Like, if you... You didn't know this, which I didn't know till after I went, but Mexico City is the largest city in the Western Hemisphere. It's bigger than New York City. Mm-hmm. Geographically, it's like twice as big. So there's tons to do there. It's not dangerous like people think it is. I mean, unless you're trying to hang out with the drug cartels. Well, <laughs> maybe that's a different story. But I was just yeah. trying to go to some museums and like eat some good food. So which, like at 8,000 feet
0: too, isn't it? It's way up there. Yeah, yeah elevation's elevation. Elevation side.
2: You, I really Notice it. you didn't know no. him, so yeah I didn't even realize that but it was really nice and I actually really kind of want to go back already because I feel like there's so much to do there and I was only there for like five days so
1: you missed quite a bit
2: yeah I mean I feel like you could have, you'd have to be there for a really long time to kind of get to everything that it has to offer but hmm. also it was by far the cheapest place I've ever been like, really like, even cheaper than In like Southeast Asia. Asia yeah okay yeah like, my example for this is that, like, an Uber back from a bar at, like, 1 a.m. on Saturday. Don't worry, I was with, like, a lot of people I knew well that I met in my hospital. Is, what,
0: what is that Uber, Uber carpool? What's the Uber, Uber pool?
2: Uber pool. Uber okay. pool, This yeah. was a regular Uber, not even Uber pool, which is usually cheaper. This was, like, a 10, 15-minute ride. In U.S. dollars, it was $2.50. Wow. Yeah, and even a ride to the airport was, like, $4. That's a
0: deal and you weren't physically assaulted on this ride.
2: Not at all. Okay, that's good. I don't think the driver really spoke any English, so...
0: That's just what's nice really about Uber, you though. You yeah. Like. Yeah,
2: but you, you speak talk. Spanish. Yeah, so you I can, can, you... but we didn't really need to communicate that much. Just yeah, so Uber, just Uber kind of
0: eliminates Uber. the need for all that, you know. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. he really enjoys. Although, you kind of chat up our drivers. It depends. That. Sometimes I'm down with it. Sometimes depends down. on whether they have a fake leg as their tip job yes <laughs> we've been in an uber where the guy had a tip jar in between it was it a mini man it was his prosthetic leg was his tip jar oh wow we got pictures he's got a picture on his instagram account yeah. and that's all we got thanks for joining us take care everybody yeah if you enjoyed today's episode go out to the he says she says casey facebook page and like follow us if you haven't already remember you can catch us live on facebook and now Instagram almost every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central. Also, check out the He Says, She Says Casey blog. You can also subscribe to us and rate us. Leave us a comment on your favorite podcast platform, such as iTunes, SoundCloud, and Chad's favorite, Stitcher.
1: Absolutely.